and welcome to this very special episode of Movie of the Year. This one, we're joined by Greg, the usual host of Movie of the Year. Wait, hang on. This is a special episode? This is a special episode. Uh, wherein we are going through... I'm a big boy! <laughs> that was really good. That's exactly what that sounds like. That was very good. Uh, <laughs> classics. Why is this a special episode? Skadoosh! <laughs> Uh, this is a special episode because we are doing... You're just ugly. The best album. Can you make- I do a good bear from Annihilation? Mike, that was awesome. That was Mike. very good. Uh, th- there's a reason this is a special episode is because we are... <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is great. This is great please, for us. Please don't touch the actual drop pad. Hey, guys. Sorry. That's... Hey, it's hey, not right. hey guys! Um, the reason that this is a special—the reason that this is a special episode, Taylor, would you just tell us why it's a special episode? The reason this is a special episode is that we are counting down the best. Oh, uh, you were so close, but then you died. We're doing. <laughs> I got to start over. You got to start all the way from the beginning. Fuck me. We are. We are going. We're doing the bracket today. <laughs> we are doing the bracket for the top sixteen. Albums of 2019, and we are going to decide the best album of the year. We we have already in the preview show told you what the albums are, and now we are going to actually go through and decide on them. How are you guys feeling in general about the bracket? Amped, obviously. We we're so anxious and excited. We don't want to get to it, which is why we interrupted you forever. Are you using the royal we, or is that just yeah. like? <laughs> yeah, we are we- venom. We are farmers, and we are amped. Because I'm not excited about this at all. This sounds very difficult, and I feel like every year on this show, I just absolutely pull down my pants and show that I have no taste in music That's at thing. all. And that, like, we know that now, and so we're going to be even more careful, and then sound even stupider than ever. I know. That's, that's how it is. I'm going to aim to try to sound really smart, and then I'm going to just absolutely beef it and not acknowledge it. So I am just so that you guys know when I say stupid things, I'm doing that intentionally. Okay. All right. So that's I just want. We're allowed to just make that claim. Yeah, me too. Ditto on that. You know, (laughs) I'm stupid. I made it on purpose. Don't don't copy my thing, you fucking poser. Uh, I've been stupid since before you were born. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I know you are, but what am I? I was born stupid and I'll die dumber. <laughs> That's, I'm a big boy. I am. Hey, I'm a big boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. Can we get the go? Producer Dave is fucking going nuts with drop hat right now. Uh, just okay. So let's actually, yeah, let's start the show and no one else interrupt me. I would say thank you, thank you for asking Taylor that um, it was an odd bracket. Uh, I but there's th- also some even seeds on here, right, Ryan? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, A skadoosh to you, sir. You A skadoosh to you this and is yours. what you do to me every day. Oh, so that gives you the right to be an asshole? Yes. All right. Um, it was, I was surprised by the amount of, I don't want to say boring, uh, some some of some of these were, were born. I think Blake is an accurate word. Okay, okay. There was not a lot of ns, ns on this. Well, I, I would say that like two months out, this bracket seemed like it was only going to be boring singer songwriter, and thankfully, more albums came out, or the board relooked at all the lists. It, it it's at some point it was just nat time music from front to back, and that shifted a lot. And I'm really interested in there's a there's a huge crop of female singer songwriters. Yes, and will that be damaging? 
They're gonna they're gonna split the vote yeah, like five gonna different ways. Each other out. Yeah. I, th- I think they're gonna run the bracket. And I'm gonna be like that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that uh, Angel Olsen song, Seventeen, and you guys are gonna scream you at son me. Son of a bitch, Von Etten, and I'm gonna be embarrassed forever. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel like a real ass. Could you imagine when he said that? Could you imagine not instantly knowing that that wasn't correct? <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing would that have been? That's- I I sat here knowing that that was not right and being like, oh, this is very clever what he's doing. But I could think other people maybe wouldn't have yeah, known, no, yeah. and that would have been disturbing <laughs> for them. Speaking up for them. That was yeah. a real bummer. I just wanted them to know, Skadoosh. Uh, okay, so <laughs> that is the intro. Now, we're going to... reading off the script. <laughs> I lo- Dude, I love signposting. It's so right. helpful. <laughs> that, is, that is the intro that we just did. Now we're going to do the bracket, the part that you all care about. But, but first, got to read off that ding-dangle bracket. <laughs> <laughs> One white claw, folks. One it went claw. from very clear to very confused. You <laughs> almost had it cinched up. They're like, bring it up over. <laughs> I got to... Let's read off that bracket. To bitty bada back. Uh, our, the, fr- the first matchup will be Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell versus uh, the 16 seed what, 1,000 Gex by 100 Gex. Uh, the number three seed When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish and Kiwanuka by Daniel Kiwanuka. Michael, also, Michael, Michael Kiwanuka? Michael, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what... Who's Daniel? I'm thinking Dave. That's the actor. Yeah, that's from Get Out. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Uh... Titanic Rising by Way as Blood versus Cause I Love You by Lizzo. Purple Mountains by Purple Mountains versus Remind Me Tomorrow by Sharon Van Etten. Igor by Tyler the Creator versus Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. All Mirrors by Angel Olsen against Dog Roll by DC Fontaine, or Fontaine's DC, however you do it. Magdalene. Whatever's clever. Yeah, whoever. Magdalene by FKA Twigs. Jamie versus... Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Jamie's Jamie Brittany Howard. Jamie Howard. versus Brittany Howard versus Jamie. FK Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kramer versus Kramer. And finally, uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Ghostine against Psychodrama by Dave. That is our bracket. That's where we're going through, and we're going to do it right after this. Now we are going to kick off our bracket with our number one seed, Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell versus. Number 16 seed in my pick for the bracket, 100 Gex, 1,000 Gex. In the 1v16 matchup, we have the foremost purveyor of retro Americana up against the underdog new kids on the block, blending every popular musical sound from the last decade into a new sound of American music. My question to you is, which one sounds more like its influences and which one makes the most out of them? Okay. The one that ma- sounds most like its influences is Lana Del Rey, Norman fucking Rockwell. It's kind yes. of like a stew versus a cat in a blender. Yes. Well, and, and okay, so for A Thousand Gex, the reference is, it's all a reference to Mario Paint, the song you could make yes, in that it's, game. Yes, it's all Mario Paint, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that I, sounds um, like it's reference. Yeah, because I do think that 100 Gex, the way that they make music is, um, what is every different style of music that has been even slightly popular in the last 10 years? And let's distill that into its, like, foremost essence I mean, and there's throw a, them all together. There's a, there's many songs, but there's one song I'm thinking of on A Thousand Gex where they just randomly hit buttons on the keyboard where you yep. turn it into that like sound effect phase. Yes. So like dogs bark, cats blend. It's yeah. Sad. yeah. Something Sirens, about being sad. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just go. Stupid go. horse though. Stupid I horse. Love stupid horse. Yeah. Great okay. Song. This is, it actually is a pretty cool album. I felt like. Yes. Oh, it's great. And, yeah. I was so saying it bad. Cat in a blender is the best thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> and the way that they make these songs is 
they live across the country, and they just email each other back and forth a logic profile until they're like, ah, it's done. Do you think Postal Service is bummed? They're like, oh, we could have made a fun album by emailing each other songs? Yeah. <laughs> is that what, why they're named that? Yeah. Yeah. See, Where okay, 100 so- Gecks used 100 Geckos to take theirs back and forth. Sorry, Caitlin, go. Oh, this is like the hardest matchup out of like all of these, I feel like. It, okay. Let's, I mean, let's settle down a little bit. Talk about that Here's, more. Uh, well, because I feel like Lana Del Rey, it's like really good and like perfect in a certain sense. And then like a hundred Gex is doing something really different. Like, I feel like it's doing what Sophie tried to do. Oh, and, yeah. Oh. Throw that old and gauntlet. successfully did it. Successfully but, like, did. did. And I happy really liked it. Yeah. Like, I kept going back to this album and listening to it over and over and over again, like different situations. And they're weird songs, but they really do fit. And I don't know why I connect so. And they slap. This is Caitlin in an album. Like this is, this my is brain. it yeah. never stops. It's every everything you see around you just thrown together, and it's it should be annoying, but it's delightful. It is fucking Caitlin, Caitlin and a album. piss baby. <laughs> it's I'd so, a piss baby for sure. Somebody yeah. took that like Nyan cat, the, the little cat? the the pop yeah the uh, what is it pop tart cat little, little yeah. pop tart cat and turned it into a complete album. Yeah, yes, instead. <laughs> but but it's, I think there are so many bad versions of what a hundred gex is doing. But that I do think. Silly isn't dumb. I, th- I think lyrically they're doing what Das yes. Racist used to do. It's it's Dadaist and repetitive on purpose until you're like, it's just sounds and what do those sounds mean? Yes. It deconstructs it's, pop completely. It's fucking great. They, they have to know exactly what they're fucking doing in order to do this and pull it off, and they do. Yeah, I think that's the most important part is that it feels like anybody could do this, but just riding the fence of not being too silly or too purposefully like, oh, this is going to be weird. Like, yeah. like instrumented weird you know like mm-hmm. i'm going to aim for weird and hit there they stay on this side of the fence the entire time so uh, speaking of purposefulness uh lana del rey that's a good segue yeah that's a perfect segue <laughs> uh the lana del rey put out an album that is very heavily like she is a all of her music is i am taking like americana and like making it my own and doing this like i'm sad in la which is a thing that mm-hmm. people have done for ages and ages like she is like Joni Mitchell or like any other singer songwriter, but doing it modern, and you know, modern take. She she aims and goes. This is my Joni Mitchell. This is my Van Morrison. This is my Beach Boys. Yes. But in a way, like most people, signposting would be annoying. And at the first, you're like, I understand the reference. This is uh, I, all the great albums bear repeat listening. But this is definitely one that every time you listen again, more gets carved out, and you're like, oh fuck, oh or- fuck. With all those influences on the sleeve, the other thing it reminded me of is like, what if Amy Winehouse wasn't gonna die? You know, like, mm-hmm. what yeah. if she was just fucked up enough to not die soon? That's sort of what this album is. Uh, but the the thing that I keep, uh, because I loved this album, I listened to it on repeat when it came out. The thing that I keep coming back to is that there are s- sections of the album where she has, like, very vapid and, like, sort of silly lyrics, which is, like, I listen to and I go, oh, this is her doing a, a 100 Gex style parody. Isn't that, and isn't that par for the course with her? Yes, mm-hmm. that is a, a lot Summer of bummer, like, yes. she uses that lyric on, like, almost every I, album. Yes. <laughs> And so I summer. And so <laughs> I thought that like that's that's an interesting thing that she's doing. But then there are critics who said that, and she responded very poorly to them. It's like, yeah. how dare you? I've never put on a persona. This right. is all me. It's on my sleeve. But I, I think that's also when you're so in your persona. Kiss at no point is going to be like, right. of course this is silly what we're doing. Like, yeah. and, and she's better than Kiss because who couldn't be? But I do think like that response was part of her bullshit. Yeah, it's, Kiss couldn't be. I mean, her real name is like Jane Springfield. Yeah, and she named herself Lana Del Rey. Like right there, like she she is the queen of like 
authentic inauthenticity. Mm-hmm. Right. Like fr- from the beginning, like she was sold as she's just like a, a nobody from nowhere. But she had major label backing from like day one, and they just fabricated a backstory for her. And but and like it, it used to be like so many so many like singer songwriters are just telling stories back in the seventies. But we we've become like. I think punk influenced pop in a bad way, where it's like everything has to be authentic, right? And so now we're like trying to trick ourselves and believe that every Taylor Swift song really happened to her. And I think right. Lana Del Rey is going back to like, I'm just a storyteller, bro. Yeah, but she's in that just she also doing has a to thing. fake the funk, so she's doing both at once. And like with the title of the album, like Norman Fucking Rockwell, it feels like she's just painting a picture of like like sounds and feelings that is very good. I like it. I like this album a lot. It's a good album. All right, it's now the time where we have to decide which one of these moves on. And this is the number one seed versus the number 16 seed. We're starting with Cassie. Which one? Um, I'm going 100 Gex. Oh! That is one for 100 Gex. Ryan? It is, thank you, Taylor, for that album. Like You've never made a suggestion that worked as well as that. I, I specifically thought, I think Ryan will actually like this one. Well, thank you for thinking that. You should think that more. Uh, but let's not go fucking crazy. <laughs> this is the number one seed. It's Lana Del Rey. Okay, that is tied up. My- <laughs> Greg, I almost just called you mom. Yes, <laughs> I did almost just call you mom. The same hair. You seriously was like, mom, it's your turn. Mom, it's your <laughs> turn. Like, all right, I'm done making your sandwich. Uh, I, I, again, I echo Ryan's statement fully, all the way down to Lana Del Rey. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Caitlin, um, I absolutely love a uh, thousand gex, so I'm gonna go with a thousand gex. I thought you guys weren't gonna like it as much, but I absolutely love this album. It is all tied up. At two to two, uh, McKenna. I, you know, I loved the Hundred Gex album, A Thousand Gex. I really, really loved it. But I have to go with Lana Del Rey. All right, because, thank goodness. Like stands the test of time is my measurement here, and I think it's going to do a little better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it's a little more timeless, a little I would better. say. <laughs> hey, Mike, what are you picking? Well, I think you're just saying it's timeless because it sounds like songs from forty years ago. But maybe timeless is sounding like songs from twenty years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, if this was two weeks did ago, he pause for yeah, dude, he really did. He <laughs> no, he just gave us a, a big smile. Focus. If this was two weeks ago, I would have voted for a hundred Gex, and then I just kept listening to Lana Del Rey because I was like, it has to be the world's number one for a fucking reason, and it it just is. It just that there's more than seems at first. It's Lana Del Rey. <laughs> La- well, La- Lana Del Rey La- all day. Lana, Lana Del Rey. All right, well, Lana Del Rey moves on. Next up is the the matchup between Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Ghostine versus Dave, Psychodrama. Nick Cave recorded this as the first album after his son died. Oh, and imported all that loss into the music. Jesus. <laughs> while while Dave takes a loud and aggressive approach to dealing with his demons on a concept album about psychoanalysis. Buddies, which album delivers its message in music better? In music? In, in music? music? That's music? I mean that's I think an obvious one. I, I Dave I asked, is very clear on every single thing he's thinking with words at all times. Yes. Yeah. He, he's he's very clear on on exactly how he's feeling. Let's start with Nick Cave because I feel like I've heard all 13 Nick Cave albums and when you hear Nick Cave, you definitely have an idea of what that's going to sound like and yeah. this sounds nothing like that. This is as different a sound. Which as is when, why when Taylor said his son just died, you made it like a, you, you screamed a little bit. Yeah, well, because <laughs> yeah. I... I it like puts all the puzzle pieces together, right? Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, it, they totally changed their sound. The whole thing is a dirge. Like, yeah. it, it's not surprising at all because it sounds like the music of somebody who's deeply in mourning. It's like, okay, now I, I get mm. it. 
Yeah, it's 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 a real bummer, and that and that comes across. Do you do you think that that like do you think that that hurt the album? Well, I mean, yes. We can't like if he. I I think it's actually way more hopeful than that. I think that like I'm I'm sort of like impressed by Nick Cave's future. I think that like would you fire up waiting for you? Would I fire it up? Fire it up, dude. Listen to it. Oh, you mean on no? Right now he's DJ. Uh, But I think that. I think it's way more hopeful. I just think it's hard to get through, but that's he set a bar and cleared it for sure. Yeah, you know, and it's that's, not just about what are you going to listen to again. Yeah, it's about like he he crushed this. Yeah, and I think like as we do this bracket, we're going to come up again and again against like, do I enjoy listening to this more or is it a better album? And how we decide between them. I enjoyed listening to this though. He creates really yeah. moody soundscapes. It's almost got like a Pink Floyd sound on yeah. some of it. I, I do I'm not too, but. Oh, but I was gonna say I don't think that it passes. I, I I just don't think that it passes the which one of these do I want to listen to right now? That's not a good test, test though. Yeah, right. it's not. That's such a bullshit test. But it also felt like work to listen to. Yeah. Oh my god, but I can't believe so you guys much like this. Work. But like, isn't great literature work? Aren't great movies work? Great podcasts. Aren't great podcasts? <laughs> don't we really try your patience, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> but then on the flip side, I think that we have instead of with music and all of his like big like organ chords. We have a guy that does the same thing with words, and Dave really like it's a PowerPoint presentation oh of all the things that Dave Dave's has ever thought ever. Fantastic. Okay, I, I was not. That. You guys that. are saying different oh. things. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so we're flipped on this because Gostine, I literally had to keep stopping and going back because I cannot handle his voice. Uh huh. Like, it's beautiful what he does in the background, but I can't get past his voice and like. This is not the way he generally sings. Yeah. And okay. it's you can it tell. Is hard to yeah. listen to for not the lyric reasons. Yeah. But see, like I also had to. I probably took five shots of this album, like stopping and starting, and but still had the opposite effect that you had. You know, like I loved it. Still could Ooh. not sit down and just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. So my thing with Dave, I did listen to it all in one shot because it is easier to listen to than Nick Cave. I will say uh-huh. that. My thing with Dave is I feel like it is pretty close in sound to another British rapper's album that came out this year by Slow Tie. And I feel like that was the better album that didn't end up on the list. And mm, so I couldn't... So you hold it against it? Yeah, I couldn't get past, like... I feel like they were sort of doing similar things. I, I, so I don't know the slow time, but I think a lot of people, I think it's very easy to let an accent convince you something is smart. That is true. And right. The, I would I, say Dave is great background music, and then more you listen, the more you're like, oh, you are 20. You are straight yes. up 20. And people are like, he's doing like a nine-minute opus. Immortal Technique did that years ago. Les- yeah. Leslie is probably one of the better songs on here, but it's just the most obvious. Do- These are the most two boring albums on this whole bracket going against each other right now i want to say but i would say that like i think that dave is sort of or psychodrama psychodrama is a concept album and you get hit with like these very obvious lyrics in the front but as the songs go on the lyrics do become more thoughtful and better put together as if he is we're watching him grow and that is kind of interesting that that is his son didn't die so who gives a shit but yeah not yet not yet still (laughs) a lot of time a lot of a lot of minutes left on the old clock um but yeah dave i felt like comparing these two albums when I go toe-to-toe, Dave was a, a surprise for me. It was not a thing that I had heard of before it was ended up on the bracket, and I enjoyed listening to it. But compared to the, I think, artistic accomplishment that is Ghostine, I think it it doesn't have a lot of chance for me. I cannot believe that everyone loves Ghostine. <laughs> because Cassie, well, I, well, never mind. Go ahead. 
Uh, I didn't know, like, I feel like an asshole. I didn't know there was a story to this fucking... I didn't get a single fucking that, thing from this album. Yeah. There's generally a story behind every album, though. That, that is... Beyond just, like, I'm gonna whip up some it's songs. Really it's to listen, even without knowing the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I treat this album as people can love it, but I treat it like Moby Dick the book. Dude, like, but Moby yeah. Dick the book is dope. It's terrible. It's bo- I, 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 here's, Moby here's Dick is boring as shit, but it's dope. Moby Dick versus Dave, go. <laughs> but but so I want to know if the people who really didn't like Ghostine, does that mean you loved Dave? I did enjoy I Dave. Did. Yeah. I enjoyed Dave. Can yeah. say anything positive about Dave's psychodrama, please? I okay. I just listened to it this morning. I did. Running, it's a really good. Yeah, it's got an energetic sound. It's energetic, it's fun. It's got a cohesiveness. It has. A, yes. I mean, that I really appreciated about yeah, it. Like, I, I think its concept albumness is like in the forefront. I en- kind of cool. I enjoy his flow, and I like the sound of his yeah, voice. Yes. Really yeah. I, his like sonically, his, it's great. He commits yes. what is to me the ultimate sin, which is that uh, like on almost every track there is somebody talking, and every time I listen to an album. The first time you hear it, if somebody talks, you're like, oh, okay. But, like, we're going to want to listen to this again. ten times, and I never want to hear his, like, psychoanalyst talk ever again. It's also something, too, particularly with all music, but particularly with rap, where if we feel like we're getting messaged, if we're getting messaged, yeah. then we sort of get turned off. And when the message is like, oh, I think people are fake. Okay, dude. <laughs> like, What about the- that fucking fake accent, Dave? <laughs> 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 I'm from Russia. And all right. He's always talking about, like, how people's chimneys are dirty and he wants to go and sweep them <laughs> all right that is all the time we have to talk about this matchup it's time to vote cassie where uh, are we going i got absolutely nothing from ghostine because i'm trash apparently so i'm going with dave no all ghostine right. is trash all right <laughs> psychodrama has one ryan i was not born in the 909 so i am going with ghostine <laughs> okay i Greg? i didn't hate dave but i, I just yeah. i really respected ghostine i thought it was the most interesting nick cave album in a really long time so for me it's ghostine uh Caitlin. I have very strong opinions on this one. Uh, I'm going for Dave. All right. It is tied up once again at two and two. McKenna. Uh, I was born in the 909, and that's coming through because my vote is for Psychodrama. <laughs> it is now three to two with I Dave wasn't. in the lead. <laughs> Mike, who are Jan- you picking? Rules of the show. Do you vote? I, I vote if there's a tie. And He's, he's, the he's like the vice president of the Senate, like Ryan. The vice president of the Senate. I should have let you have that one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's ghosting. Yeah. Right. Okay, so it is a tie. So it all comes down to me, and it's obviously Ghostine. That yes. is, is, congrats to Dave. You, you surprised me, and you, you made a good album. And uh, congrats to him, too, because he was born uh, DJ Silky Raspberry and then <laughs> changed his, name, his rap name to Dave. I like that. Shout out to Dave. All right, your next matchup is Billie Eilish's When We Sleep, Where Do We Go? And Michael Kiwanuka's Kiwanuka. One is a 17-year-old juggalette who makes big-budget pop music, and the other is a funk folk songwriter who did the Big Little Lies song. Which is which? <laughs> in, in this battle of pop versus funk, which one grooves you more, folks? Oh, grooves. grooves. Well, I groove in a particular way, and if I re- with my dick. If I remember correctly, the groove is in the heart? Yes, groove uh, is in the heart. Okay. D-Light would what have a, a, lot, a lot to say about that. I was... Eilish's album is surprisingly groovy because it's uh, what I've, I did not make of the term minimalist pop. So it's not like yes. overly everything. And it just like you can kind of like just jump into the to the groove of it and let it take you away. Also, I love intros and the uh-huh. like postmodern intro to this is her retainers out. So retainers out. 
and I'm ready to start the album. And that's the beginning of the album. And she sounds well, fucking 17 on that. What CD I love for about sure. that is because so many people talk about like how dark she is and how pop juggalette she is, which is the perfect fucking description because that's how she dresses. But it is she is still 17, and 17 year olds are big and overdramatic and gothy, and also so fucking silly and goobery. Yeah. And, and this between the Invisalign and then the Michael Scarn. Uh, yes. stuff yeah, so around. much like, Michael Scorn. It's it's like what a delight to <laughs> I get to see so much because if it was only bad guy, you'd be like, oh, oh no. But there's there's sprinkled like other personality. You're like, oh, just like Lana Del Rey, this is a filter and a persona. Yeah, also, I, sorry, go right. I do have to say that just like Lana Del Rey, and I think this is going to come up over and over again in the bracket. We're trying to like get their personality through their lyrics, and then also like, are you fucking with me? Like, what is really her? Yeah. And what is, like. What is she trying to satirize? And am I getting it? And sometimes she makes me think that I'm not getting it, and she's intimidating me, and I don't like that. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. For, ba- for, for bad guy, I think that that is the song that she sounds the most 17 mm-hmm. on. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like someone who has no idea what she's talking about, but is like trying on an identity. Right. Like, wait, am I an ingenue? I know I'm just 17, but maybe I'm going to be like a bad girl yeah still so authentic for yeah totally it's a song where she says duh duh (laughs) and then the breakdown at the end of that song though is so dope when this song gets really heavy right at the end i i love a good breakdown uh so after that michael kiwanuka yeah is gonna just house this album because it's over everybody i hope you said what you wanted to say about billy eilish because this this fight is over billy eilish's album is yeah, nice. It's, it's good. Good there job. Are, there's some very good songs on She's it. She's 17, everybody. She did it. Guys, this fucking album is so, Holy so shit. fucking good. Yeah. So, so it is great. He's great. He's very talented. But can you just recreate a 70s funk album in this day and age and say... If you do it this well, yes, yeah, you definitely yeah, can. And, and, if you make a perfect album, you can do it any way you I, want to. Yeah. I mean, like the, the comp that he keeps getting is Curtis Mayfield, yes. who is mostly famous for doing Superfly. I want this guy to have a movie. If this guy could yeah. fucking do all yes. the songs for a movie, I don't care what the movie is. I don't care if it's Dark Men 2. Uh, let's do it. That's, I want to hear it. Listen, he has the main theme song for Big Little Lies. Give him a whole movie already. Just give him a movie. I want to give him, like, if he could create the soundtrack to my life, I trust him with anything. He's so, it's oh, so Cassie, good. Oh, Cassie, you're going to fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what she's saying. She's like, it's time to fuck. <laughs> so you, you guys are saying you'd rather him be the next Bond girl than Billy. Just announced. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Billy I don't singer. What? I don't know yeah. if. It, oh, gotcha. Okay. I don't know if he could carry Bond that. Girl. <laughs> yeah, Bond girl has a different connotation. Yeah. That's uh, the guy that. So Daniel Craig, uh, like he's in a room. And Daniel Craig comes in. Hello, Michael Kimaduka. No, that's all I want to watch now. Also, intros, dude. This has like one of the strongest just beginnings of the album. Like it's on a short list of best openings. There's yes. another weird thing about this album that is different from the rest, but closer to the past, which is it dies out as it mm. goes on. Yeah. Like, it doesn't build. It says, like, it sort of peaks in the beginning and then just gets slower and sexier. What? Uh, what? I, lo- I love a slow, sexy unbuild. <laughs> so, uh, do we have anything else that we want to say about these? It seems like we unexpectedly went one way on this. No, I, I think that the, uh, I think this is kind of expected. I mean, it, it's, it's a solid album, an album that's, like, indicative of the year versus one that's just, like, a timeless instant classic from the first time you listen to it, you know that it's like changing you. Yeah. I, this I, I was just, one of, it's so it, fun. Just cause so the, the two battles we've had so far, the timeless ones are the ones that are hearkening back to music that used to know. Does, does timeless just mean I've heard this genre before? 
no, I, no. I, I don't know if I need a, a real answer. But it's like a nebulous conversation. But so far with Lana Del Rey and Michael Kiwanuka, it's just like, yeah, this is old music, so it's timeless. This, I think timeless means this will be good in 30 years, mm. would have been good 30 years ago, yes. is now, is taken out That's, of time, not just like from Billie, the past. Billie Eilish, as, as good as her music is, it does very much sound of its time, which is it's pop music, so it should. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, like it's it's the same thing. Like if you listen to a rap song from 2004, it sounds like it's coming out of a Nokia cell phone. <laughs> yeah, and and it sounds very much of its time. That is not. It sounds music. like, and in fact, is a meme. Yeah, I mean that that album is like totally been memeified. This is like you would hear it in the 70s, and you'll also hear it again in yeah. the 40s. Also, so, I'm a little like I wonder if Billie Eilish is like sort of a victim of her seating. You know, like she ranks so high because we were so stoked it was above average. Yeah, not that it was great. But because this was a pop album that was above average, we just shot it to the top. Shoot it up there. Um, I, it's now time that I'm going to call for a vote. We'll start with Mike. Mike, how are you uh, voting? I love uh, Kiwanuka's album. My vote is for Billie Eilish. Very, very good vote. McKenna. Uh, my vote is actually for Kiwanuka. I thought I was going to vote Billie Eilish in this one immediately, but I think I was so surprised by Kiwanuka's album. It's very good. Caitlin, where are you going? It's tied one-to-one. I'm with Mike, Billie Eilish. Greg. That's so cute. You guys aren't even embarrassed. Kiwanuka. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Fuck you. I think, <laughs> I think that Billie Eilish has an album in her that could compete in the future. Like, I can see yes. enough here. If we get a little deeper, if we get a little more creative, uh, but I'm going to go with Michael Kiwanuka. Cassie. Kiwanuka. All right. And that is it. Kiwanuka is moving on. Your next matchup is FKA Twigs Magdalene versus Brittany Howard's Jamie. This is when it all falls apart. Oh, boy. This is the actual hardest fucking matchup. It hurts. This one is hard. It's the battle of queer women of color, each taking a very different musical approach to love and loss, with FKA making a weird, sexy alien ballad album, Brittany Howard making a soulful, glitchy R&B album to groove and cry to. (laughs) Guys, how are we going to decide this? Let's not. Can we just like say no? Let's move on to the next one. We'll do this next. This is such a bummer for me. I'll boot. Uh, ghost. No. Hmm. <laughs> what do we, how do we do this? I don't know. Here's the problem. Uh, FKA Twigs is, I think, on this list, the only album that I listen to even more than Lana Del Rey's. I think I listen to this more than any album I listen to this year. Uh, I love it so much. I listened to Brittany Howard's album this morning. Oh. And fuck me, you guys! What <laughs> the hell? Should have done that earlier. It's, yeah, you should have done it. I, I, a trend I love is the pop albums, the the harder albums, the indie albums. No matter the genre, every album is sad because that's just <laughs> 2019, baby. Life is Ayo. hard. It's time to cry. 20 cry teen. <laughs> My other thing too, like when I'm looking at two albums that I'm so torn on, I think about like confidence and like how hard do they put their head down and just run towards whatever they were trying to do. And these are the two best albums at yes. that. Yeah. This is like, I didn't add anything to the conversation. <laughs> but, but you stalled, which we love. The, the, <laughs> the way that I think I did finally decide between these two, and I have made up my mind, is that there is one song on one of these albums that I think is the best song. Which you can't tell me right now. It's, it's one of the best songs oh, of the decade, I think. And it, and it is, I think, Cellophane from, by FKA Twigs. Cellophane it's, is great. It's one of the most okay. fucking beautiful songs. If we were better at our job, it would have been on the 2019 mixtape. You know, but if we're not. we were. <laughs> but th- 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 um, that, that's for the plebeians. This is for like the smart people this episode. Why won't you 
Oh, fuck. So I, was I thought that was Cassie singing. <laughs> I love this song. Like, whole album. I never, like, heard any of her stuff. Like, I've heard of her. Oh, really? It's... I, like, am so glad that this is one of the first albums that I listened to on this bracket. Yes. I, I will say, based on your response to... Um, the, uh, the explicit sexiness of Jenna yeah. Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> Do not listen to her previous album. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they're they dirty songs. I, th- yeah. I, th- I think two weeks is like an actual oh. orgasm on on sound. It's but, so good. But this this album, she took a very a much slower approach and really lit it out. And it makes me it makes me want to fight Robert Pattinson. It's the lit it oh out thing. Oh, my God. How dare you hurt Did her he this dump way? dump her? I, I, they were I engaged. See. Yes. The tablets yeah, ripped them apart. That's yeah. how I know who she is. <laughs> um, listening to LP1 yes. really helped me out because as that, I think that was my favorite album of that year. But after this, I sort of look at it now as sort of like a breathy, trying, almost there album. Yes. And this was the like the full Phoenix explosion of her. <laughs> I apologize for the sound I just made, but it's, that is what I think about. It's so yeah. hard to be sexy and sad at once, and she's she's the fucking master of that that genre and i don't like a lot of on the nose lyrics but she has a line that's uh it's all it's all for the lovers trying to fuck the pain away and you're like that's the thesis of this whole album and i'm for <laughs> all of it or the other I, line in celibane where she's like i only eat celibane <laughs> <laughs> weirdo i feel like it's actually not too difficult for artists to sound sexy and sad but it's harder to make your listeners feel yes. sexy and sad uh-huh. and that yes. is what this accomplishes Okay, so I feel like I liked FKA Twigs as much as everybody did, but the thing I'm surprised about is I did not love the Britney Howard album as much really? as you guys. Speak speak more on that. It, I it, I liked it, but I one thing I found the lyrics hyper literal in a way that made me feel see, uncomfortable. I can see that. Um, just like very just very literal phrasing of everything, mm-hmm. and just less interesting musical arrangements. It was almost jarring. Yeah, it was it was a choice she obviously made. I'm yeah. gonna say things very straightforward, and I just maybe because I'm like poetry kid or whatever, I'm like, eh, I get a, like you know, but maybe do a little bit more. I consider but, being like Bob Dylan, like wrapped up all of his messages in like poetry and shit. I don't nobody understood what he was talking about. <laughs> I'm just gonna straight up say, here's what I'm talking about. But like I, she would say, she would like lyrically, it would be straight up, but then she would repeat it and change her repetition and how she's enunciating because she says a goat head in the back like 16 times in a row and everyone's yeah. a little different. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I think the way she blends like musical history and like gives us a sonic memoir at the same time is oh. mind blowing. It's the, the thing that this album reminded me of and which made me like really fall in love with it is it sounds kind of like if Moses Sumney tried to make that double negative album by Low from last year, which was my favorite. Like it just, it's, it's morphing sound in a very interesting way, but doing it, not in that way that was just noise, but in a way that is just like, it's noise, but that's other genres of music that mm-hmm. we're throwing in here. And I fuck it. It sounds super cool, and I love it, and I love her voice. I think both, I think these are the two best vocalists on this list. That's sure. Yeah. Like, both of them just have incredibly beautiful voices. And, and, like, not to take anything away from all of the other glorious singers on the bracket, but uh, we're, we're stepping away from the breathiness. There's so much breath on the bracket. So many people utilize that, and these two girls just belt the entire time. Yes, and it's so fucking good. All right, it's time to call for a vote. Mike, which one are you going for? This, this literally, this is the hardest fucking vote. Uh, I, I agree. FK Twigs uh, LP1 was also my favorite album that year, and my most like gone back to album through the years. 
but this is my favorite album of this year. It's Brittany Howard's Jamie. Went very well. McKenna. Uh, I actually am going with FKA Twigs. That is all tied up. Caitlin. I'm also going FKA Twigs. Greg. Yeah, I love FKA Twigs. She's one of my favorite artists. And this album was definitely a, a welcome entry. So FKA Twigs. Ryan. I think Brittany Howard is, uh, she should be a second rounder. This sucks. Yes, this, this is a bummer. Out. She's gone. Uh, yeah, that means um, she is out. Cassie, your vote doesn't matter, but what would it have been for? It would have been Brittany Howard. Okay. Thank you, Cassie. You're Thank my you, best man. friend. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- congratulations, FKA Twigs. I am very sorry, Brittany Howard. You, you had a real, real tough matchup. Uh, <laughs> Ryan is making motions at me. Now we're going to move on to our next one. No, it just it like all day. It just means we it have to just take a means break. Gonna take, a break. To take a break. What else could it possibly mean? I don't know. He j- like that's what I thought, and then he did the jerk off motion. <laughs> He's just like you like you honk the horn on the truck for the truck driver. Ryan's giving me the just roll right through this motion motion, so I'm just going to roll right through it. We're now going to take a break. Now we are back, and we are doing some dang old brackets some more. This one is going to be Tyler, the Creator's Igor versus Vampire Weekend's the family person. Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. <laughs> you just watch your mouth well. when you're talking about the Father of the Bride. In the 5v12 seed mashup, we have two artists who were arguably their most famous in 2013, matured their sounds <laughs> over several years, and triumphantly owned 2019. My question is, which of these albums shows that growth better? Cassie? I mean, I can't speak as to the growth because I'm an idiot, but I can tell you <laughs> one set had changed up its sound and had like actual like revived my soul, and the other one just felt like it kept dragging on nonstop. And uh, yeah, Tyler the Creator like just brought me back. It had actual BPM in this, and I was like, okay, I'm uh, down. Vampire Record, you don't have to have an hour and ten long, <laughs> ten minute long album. Like, yes, so there long. is ten it's songs so in the middle. This, this, this seems like they're trying to make it last the whole Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> very good. I'm very glad that they're like trying to experiment musicians and pushing forward, but it is to the point that we shouldn't have to know that while we're listening to that album. You don't have to put everything on that record. Yeah. How about this? Anything that doesn't have a like a girl from Haim, Haim, cut it. Just get it out of there. Yes. We don't need it on the album. I, I do think that like I am very excited for the next Vampire Weekend album. And I I did really like this album. Yeah, but it, no, I thought it was awesome. It was it's, it's their album. weakest album though, right? Vampire Weekest. Yeah, I, we can both do it, Taylor. <laughs> hey, uh, I I think so. I think I I li- I've liked all of their albums albums more. Like I still would put this one on if I was like going for a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah, like, it's so would I. I just find it it is clearly their. Do you know what it's missing? It's weakest that- album. Every other album was like, every time you get to a new track, it's like, all right, what crazy shit are you going to do this time yeah. Vampire Weekend? And this one, song again, that like, middle section was like, oh, okay, we just heard this. But I, I think this I, is their first album that I feel the filler songs. Honestly, I didn't know when songs had switched to new songs. Mm. Like, I would just listen to it driving, and they all just blended together. If I heard them through the wall, they would have been the same song. Which is, that's Plus the case for a lot of bands, and it's not... An issue is just with Vampire Weekend, we didn't think that would ever be the case. Right, yeah. They said that their past albums set the bar so high, so to give us an album of title withstanding, just wedding background music, this is th- this album will be played at every wedding for the next 30 years, and that's fine. Yeah. But that it's a score. It's not an album. Right. It, it is a very good album for a very particular mood that you want to be in. But if you're not in that mood, it's, it's hard to get through. Mm-hmm. Also, the thing too, is that hashtag Brackets So White, we have an opportunity to boot the whitest album of all time. <laughs> you know? The whitest ha- band of all time. And yeah. th- I'm not saying that like 
Tyler is like a you know a token or anything, but like this is a good white album to get the fuck out of the bracket. Yeah. And this is a very good Tyler the Creator album. Like he he started his transition with Flower Boy, and now like this album came out. It is still like raucous and like a little weird, but he's no longer like. I'm eating cockroaches and I want to murder Dude, everyone. do you remember the horrorcore stuff? It was so I fucked do. up. I feel like I remember how fucked up it was, but then I went back to listen to Goblin and I was just like, God, you're not okay because yeah, you're not admitting to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're not admitting who you really are and it's super messing with your yeah. head. But now it's like, what's up guys? I'm Tyler the Creator. I am very gay and in love and, and missing people. So Which, that was probably this. his worst flow of the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. It's, it's just, but it's, that, what's the, it sucks for Vampire Weekend that these two are going up because this is also obviously an experiment, but it always worked. Yeah. This was yeah. like an impeccably put together album. I bet there was a lot of tracks he made in this period that he didn't put on where Vampire <laughs> Weekend's like, throw it all, put it all no, on there. I do, yeah, I do have to say that I feel okay kicking out 1,000 Gex or 100 Gex because we have this. Because there's a little of like, this is like a more. Yeah. There's some Gex in this. There's some Gex in this. Yeah. It's like more mature Gex in this, I think. Yeah. It, and and this is, it very, it sounds a lot like a person who just has been making exactly the music that they want to make since they were like 17 or whatever and have always been in the public eye and are like, here's this new thing that I'm trying. And like, but they knew when to not put stuff out. So he's gay? Yes. Oh, his, yeah. His, As fuck. His controversy yes. was that he used the F word a lot. Yes. And well, because before he was out as being homosexual, all his songs were like very, very uh, like yeah. anti-homosexual because mm-hmm. he was pressing so hard on it. And then occasionally he would like allude to wanting to suck a dick. Yeah. And then finally he was like, okay, time out. I'm just gay and I'm just going to do like music now. Yeah. And that was the best thing that happened yeah. to him. Yeah. to music. Yeah, he's like, uh, guys, I'm just going to chill back in a Hawaiian shirt and talk about I, how loving my white boyfriend. I just want to kiss boys. Should. It's not. I just want to <laughs> kiss boys. Uh, yeah. And it's. That's a drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's, it's just, it's very good. And uh, like Flower Boy was. Here we go. And this is, it's less of a rap album. And he does dip more into like, this is more of an R&B album. And I love it. And one of the ways in which it does remind me of some of the Gex is that it's got a lot going on in every song. And I feel like you can hear something different every time you listen to it. I'm sorry, I got a little distracted. Yeah, there was a dog. I was listening to the music and I got distracted. Yeah. Uh, there, There is, like... The thing that this makes me think of is the jump from for Childish Gambino from uh, because the internet to uh, Awaken My Love. Awaken My oh, Love. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it, it like that tonally and musically that is what the transition is. And similarly, I think this is like him being a more mature person and going like I'm an adult and this is the music I want to I want to jam out to. And did like musical history research. Yeah, like really like dove deep and. Seeing interviews with Tyler Creator, he seems like a dude who does like he just goes to record stores every day and he picks up stuff that he's never heard before and he tries to listen to like five albums a day that he's never heard. Can we do a little Vampire Weekend though before the yes, inevitable please. happens? Let's start it on there. Uh, this life, the Van Morrison song. Uh, one, I, I need more Van Morrison in my daily life all the time. But you son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh yeah, uh, I remember this one. They're they're cheating refrain like. Like it's very melodic and catchy, but I'm it's cheating, also like I'm cheating on you. Horrifying lyrics put to very yeah. sunny, happy music will kill yeah. me every time. That song is great. That's there are a lot of good songs on this Vampire Weekend record. I don't want to say that's like 
like trash or anything. No, I really yeah. enjoy it. No, but, but you stepped up against a juggernaut and you got yeah. kicked in the nuts. And, and it's <laughs> it's too long. And the, and make make albums shorter, guys. Right, yes. folks, yeah. make albums shorter. Because like for some reason we just wish that we listen to more albums. Like we wish yeah. we could cross off more albums. Let's say that we have a list of sixteen and we want to knock albums off. That <laughs> also, we think that we want albums to come out like four songs ahead of time, so you can just listen to them and just get an idea what the album's gonna sound like. They released this one in like dribs and drabs, and by the time the entire yeah. album came out, I was so sick of like the six songs. Mm-hmm. they gave us initially i think as much as it sounds like a good thing to do i think you should like not do that well, yeah you I, I think that you can be an artist and just release singles forever that that you'll be fine or that, just do albums the, this uh, in between thing is weird that's like what Haley, the Heidi, Haley steinfeld uh effect where she's never released an album she has just released several like multi-platinum songs like that's all she does everybody right, should be more like Haley steinfeld everyone should be with more like shit. her all right now it's time to call for a vote cassie which one you pick in Tyler the Creator or Vampire Weekend? Tyler the Creator. I do take issue, though, with the comma. Is there supposed to be a comma there in the name? I believe so, yes. Yeah, because it's like his title is in, in apposition to his name, so it's renaming him without any other words in apposition. So, like yeah. you're Ryan, comma, the asshole? Oh, Ryan, damn. that's a perfect segue into your that's, vote. That's an A-positive insult. Hey! It, it's Tyler the asshole. Uh, all right, Greg. Tyler the asshole. Caitlin. Tyler's an asshole. All right, that is that's it. Tyler's <laughs> moving on. McKinnon, Mike, what would you have picked if, even if your vote mattered? I was Tyler the Creator, absolutely. Mike, your yours as well. Ryan the Creator, yes. Clean yeah. sweep. All right, clean sweep for Tyler the Creator. Is that a first? I think so. Yeah. yeah. No. I th- Next up is Purple Mountains. Purple Mountains versus Sharon Van Etten. Remind me tomorrow. This matchup is two musical returns with very different personal outcomes. Purple Mountains is the first album in 10 years from indie musician David Berman, all about his personal sadness, and was released just before his death. While Remind Me Tomorrow is the return to music from Sharon Van Etten, after taking a break to star in Netflix shows and have a baby, and is all about being content. Wait, is <laughs> the glow chick? No, she was in uh, the OA. Oh, uh. uh the, the OA. Uh, the question posed to you is, do you like happy or sad albums better? <laughs> what a lazy question. <laughs> I I, I want to say that every Sharon Von Etten album I find to be baffling that it's on the end of the year list and is so boring and forgettable. Oh, fuck wow. off! Right. Holy shit! Yes, Someone yes, is declaring yes. one of these female singer-songwriters should not be in the bracket. But goddamn, Remind Me Tomorrow is it's one so of the good. most joyful, soulful albums I've ever heard. It's Major so turnaround! <laughs> um, 17 is, I think, one of my favorite yes. songs it, in a very best. long time. Uh, it And I just like that it has a very slow build. Like... Do you know what's great too is starts. that in a in a year that we got like sort of an okay Jenny Lewis album, we had this. We we got a very good Jenny Lewis. Album. Oh, you guys miss good Jenny Lewis? Here you go. Yeah, just let it sink in. Ugh. Are we allowed to just listen? Like go home and just listen to our podcast. Yeah. And this is Sharon, comma, Bonnet. Yeah, the Bonnet. Like if your name had a Vaughn or a Van in the middle, like you would have to be more productive than you are right now. I think so, yeah. But evil, I definitely lean the evil way. I'd be like a Baron or a Duke of something. <laughs> Baron Von Duke. How come Baron if you Duke of Latveria have a van in your name, that means you're fancy. But if you have a van in your garage, <laughs> it means you're white trash. Classic. <laughs> Touch kids. Uh, so uh, obviously, I think it sounds like we all really like this Sharon Van Etten album. What was the other one? 
Purple Mountains. Purple Mountains. All Purple right. Mountains. So I, I have like I guess it's it's not a quality question, but like his he died a month after this album released. Can you yes? Can you extricate yourself from listening to this and the messages in this album from that fact? I didn't I, even I think can't. of his father Nick Cave when he died. Like, that's <laughs> oh <laughs> no, fuck. Um, but yeah, I I do like I cannot listen to this album and not think about the person behind because it. every song is like I am so empty and sad yeah, and I have nothing. Help me, yeah, yeah. But while like, being fun, it's a it's the it's, silliest it's, cry for help. One thing I want to talk about that you guys have brought up uh, off air is the voice, and we talked about this with Nick Cave. Can somebody's rock voice like just turn you off automatically? Yeah, totally. And it happened. Yeah, like his voice did that to me. I said that, and then someone's like, "He died," and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you should feel bad. But I, I like as soon as he comes on on almost every single song, it's not that he's. It's not just that he sounds bad, but he does. He sounds goofy. It's like listening to <laughs> Ernest sing or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, Vern, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I I have to say, Ernest commits suicide is my favorite <laughs> Ernest movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest goes to jail in Epstein's. Um, <laughs> One of me and Mike's bands is Parquet Courts, and it's yeah, almost yes. like you, you have to get over his voice in order to enjoy yes. the music. Cake, I, I, Parquet Courts, this guy. That's I, I really liked this album a lot, and I and I think I dug his voice. Like it, it, it had a, it just has a, I think I know why you enjoyed it. It's because his voice, it's almost like a mix between, like when I listened to this, it was almost like healing dad music because it's a mix between like yeah. Jimmy Buffett and like Stealing yes. Dan. Yes. Like, all the dad music. All the dad yeah. music. Like this album was healing dad music. Like this is a dad who like, if you don't, if you take away like the context for it, it's like a dad who like just went through a divorce and is like starting to heal from it. Like he just met somebody at the RC track. And, like, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, I have a whole vibe. That's the that. most divorced dad thing to do of all time. It's, I, I don't want to be divorced. I want to be the most divorced. <laughs> it's, it's sad baritone Weird Al is the vibe I got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what? I love that. I think yeah, it has I, it has a ton of personality, and I like I I I remember his voice. Like mm-hmm. I think about it. There's an album called Margaritas at the Mall. There's nothing mm-hmm. more Jimmy Buffett than that. Sad yeah, <laughs> dad or sure. Purple Mountains. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, the other thing it reminds me of is, do you remember Sun Kill Moon? Yes. Yeah. A little bit of that of like, just oh, a little it sound like this, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if a guy sounds like that, you don't even expect him to go to the drive-thru. <laughs> like, you got to stay home and text orders to yeah. things, dude. Which is why he's so sad. He spent a decade <laughs> alone playing Chicken with Oblivion because people mocked his voice. Well, wow. I would like Jesus a mocha Christ. if you could. Mike, did you just come up with the phrase playing chicken with oblivion? No, it's a lyric from this <laughs> from album. This album. Oh, the best oh. album of this year. Oh, I, I missed I miss that Wait, lyric. Wait, I'm sorry, Mike. What did you just say? I said it's a lyric from this album, the best album from this year. Purple I Mountains is the... This, this is album, right up my comma, butt. This, it's, yeah, the best it's so album. This album is right up my butt. It's amazing. This, this is another one that is very difficult. This is also the second album that you've called the best album of the year so far, right? Yeah. What, so you've actually shown restraint. And the last one got booted too, so I'll keep doing it. Uh, well, it, it's now time to call for a vote. I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> Cassie. I do. Which one you picking? I'm picking Purple Mountains. What? I didn't Brian. See that <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, Sharon Van Etten. I'm picking 17. Uh, Greg. As someone who has previously been 17, <laughs> I'm going to pick Sharon Van Etten. Caitlin. Sharon Van Etten. It's three to one. McKenna. Purple Mountains. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mike. You voted first. 
this is a lot of pressure. I love this Sharon Von Allen album more than I ever thought I could. I'm going to go back to it right away. But Purple Mountains is speaking to me right now. No! It's Purple Mountains. Folks, no! it is three to three <laughs> okay. on two albums that I love very much. That, and I didn't think I was going to have to vote on this. That doesn't mean light two sparklers and run around the room. What are you doing right now? <laughs> you mind if I spark this? <laughs> Both of these? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I'm moving on Purple Mountain. Oh, wow. Unexpected. I, lo- I love this Sharon Van Etten album so much, but I love Purple Mountains also so much. Oh my God, why do we hate women? Yeah, sexism. It's straight up why sexism. do we hate women? Sorry, she's a mountain for you. Sorry, she's alive and happy. <laughs> Man, hey, this is the, hates dead people. This is the OA getting canceled all over again. <laughs> and you know what? It was right that the OA got canceled. All right. Next up, Angel. Were you that guy outside of Netflix saying, thank you for canceling OA? Yeah, thank I, was, you. I was on a hunger strike until they confirmed that I was right that OA was bad. <laughs> uh, Angel Osen's All Mirrors versus Fontaine's DC's Doggerel. With this matchup, the question you gotta answer for yourself is whether you like your power lyrics delivered by a sad lady or an angry man. <laughs> Folks, are you a feminist or not? <laughs> like okay. you just proved that you were not. I, I'm making it up with this one. Uh, so the Fontaine's DC is our parquet court submission. There's yeah, a, every yeah, year uh, Mike and I get like one of our bands <laughs> in the bracket. Yep. And, and this is it. Real. Uh, can, let's just talk about Fontaine's DC because I have a feeling the way the room's going to go. Is there anything uh, new here? That's my m- main question. Are we Irish? hearing anything new? I've never heard an Irish band do this genre. That's Billy yeah. Irish. <laughs> That's, here's the thing. I enjoyed this album while I listened to it. And I forgot every single yeah. moment of it as soon as it was done. You like this album? Say one chord progression. It, it was the it was the <laughs> CDG. Yeah, it was the Men in Black International. <laughs> okay, of you got it. I uh, I think what happened here, if I may be so bold, is that the board took into account um, ballots from the UK as far as top ten lists go. Yep, and that's why this one got jammed up on the bracket. Because is I, that how I, Dave got here too? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, our producer. Our producer Dave from England. Okay, like this kind of this does smack, right? It's but it's, but I'm like, I if, if we had to, if we had to pick one of these sixteen artists to go to a live show, oh, it's that yeah. for sure. Okay, but here's the thing: I heard that, and that is the exact like tone and cadence of a idol I song. I one, two, and ten at the exact. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is the exact cadence of an idol song from last year. Like I heard this oh, song yeah, already sure. on last year's bracket. And did I you guys? Did you guys like this song when it was on the soundtrack for Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two? <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. dude. Let's be grinding those rails. It. Yeah, I absolutely loved playing as Darth Maul of this. Oh, very good. <laughs> or Spider Man, and you do the special Spider Man manual. Do you right. Darth Maul with manual and have his little lightsaber and like help. Yeah. Him yeah. <laughs> You got the force, bro. Why aren't you better Guys, at this? let's fucking end this podcast and play some Tony Hawk 2. Yeah, we'll be right back when we play Tony Hawk 2. <laughs> but first, we should talk about Angel Olsen. I love her. Yeah, I think we're going to get I think we're going to get more of a chance to talk about yeah, her. Yeah, this is like the best. This was yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Of all the singers again. Yeah, like just so exciting. Timeless because it's this one reminded me of was a like Kate Bush? Yes. Yeah. Kate Bush and a heart. <laughs> Heavy. Kate yeah. Bush and yes. Kate Bush together. is the one from Glow. Uh, no. no, Kate Bush is the older one. You're thinking of uh, Kate something else. Nash? Kate Nash. Kate, 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 Nash. Nash. Kate Nash. Nash. She is the one from Glow. Uh, but yes, this is very like Angel Olsen is making like new Kate Bush music. Uh-huh. And I love Kate Bush music. So I love everything. That You're she a Bushman. I'm a Bushman. <laughs> yeah. Born and raised. <laughs> there, there's something about mixing like col- colloquial, like everyday 
words as lyrics mixed with theatrical operatic arrangements at the same time that is fucking amazing angel olsen and fka twigs are linked in my mind because their last albums i listened to and loved and thought that that was probably the peak yes. and then they blew those last two albums away yeah i i was a huge fan of the the previous angel olsen album and this one i was like i'm excited but ready to get let down this song came out as a single and i was like never mind yeah this is this is my religion now I worship this. This was one of my, like, always get in the car and put it on. Like, yeah. unless I wanted to be super fired up. If it's got a nice kind of, like, mellow sound. Where are you driving to that you have to be super fired up? When I, when I teach, when I teach, I listen to music that gets me fired up first. Because oh, like, I'm, like, I'm going in there with my war face on, dude. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Just Gary Glitter's hey. I used to listen to Rage Against the Machine in my car before every class. I'd go in and I'd just be like, oh, right. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like with every, not every, but a lot of the albums we've talked about putting on personas and authenticity, and I think that is the one thing I didn't feel from Angel Olsen, <gasps> was authenticity. What? Yeah. Too much fake persona? Too much fake persona. It just felt very trying towards later in the track, like, like later in the album. Like, like you felt like she was she was trying for a very specific vibe. Exactly. And you could feel the trying. Yes. I, I disagree. I don't feel that way. Okay. But I that is I think that's a joke. <laughs> all right I'll leave bye yeah <laughs> I, 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 I think <laughs> that me, right? my opinion. you just will silence women <laughs> <laughs> you just will do that yeah that's just your whole deal uh, Greg's a villain <laughs> <laughs> I like this Greg <laughs> I just I uh, like I, I I could I think I could see how you would feel that way but I don't I don't and, and I it's think such she's a crapshoot with all of these like uh, solo artists of like are we gonna buy into what they're selling. You know? yes. And if, if you don't buy in, you don't buy in. Because it's right. razor and, thin lines and, of whether or not you're going and to. And if you don't buy in, it kind yeah. of ruins the album. I'm, oh, I'm, sure, I'm, yeah. You saying that makes me wonder, like, maybe I was already pre-bought in. Uh, yeah, and, right. And, For sure, and I, so was, I was blind. Like, last, yeah. last album. Authenticity is such an interesting question because, like, I didn't, like, dig deep into Fontaine's DC, but are they working class angry drinkers? Like, that could also be a total fucking persona. But we're like, but it's a band, so they're real. Uh, are, are the Irish people working class <laughs> drinkers? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm woke and believe Irish can do anything. <laughs> That's because you're from Philadelphia. Try to tr- try to travel the world, man. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to see Baltimore. You're going to see a whole lot of Irish people. Uh, and trust me, it's so easy to be woke because we still always have the Irish. Yeah, people. dude. Just take a dump on their head. <laughs> that that uh, famous Black Eyed Peas line of shitting on leprechauns is is a colloquialism. That's about how we can still. Yeah, they're, Irish they're like, hey, the Irish people are still the ones that we can shit on. Uh, well, I'm going to call for a vote. Mike, which one are you going for? Uh, I'm going to call out a Fontaine's DC lyric that says, we trip along disaster in the world under the free, which captures this era right now, but it's Angels Olsen. Yeah, Angels obviously. Olsen. A- Angels Olsen. Like Angels Attorneys- and the Olsen. Yeah, Attorney's <laughs> General. Uh, McKenna, which one are you going for? Angels I think I'm going to be the only one to break the trend, but I'm going Fontaine's DC. All right. Caitlin? Um, I... Literally listened to Angel Olsen so many times over and over again, and I literally can't remember one song of hers. Wow, that um, hurts I'm me. going with Fontaine's DC. All right, Fontaine's DC now in the lead. You're, Craig, Caitlin, you're more of a Mary Kate and Ashley, <laughs> and not an Angel. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go like a Funhouse, all mirrors. <laughs> hey, that that means Angel Angel Olsen. It sure uh, does. Uh, Ryan, which one are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad that I have that Fontaine's album. Like. 
Yeah. That's, that's going to go into my that's fun. You know, rotation. But there's no fucking way that all mirrors isn't going to move on past that Fontaine it's album. It's all mirrors. Oops, all mirrors. It's just like the movie. <laughs> what a dangerous cereal. It, it's just like the movie Us. All it mirrors. It definitely chops up the top of your mouth. Uh, Cassie. Which one are you choosing? Yeah, Ryan. Like you said, there's no way it's moving on. I'm going to vote for Va- Fontaine's. God damn it, Cassie. <laughs> that is a three to three. Uh-oh. So I get to choose now. Mike Pence in the house. Hold on. Taylor was born in Angel Olsen fame. We have nothing to worry about. Yeah, Angel Olsen's moving Thank on. Uh, next and our final from round one is Wayest Blood's Titanic Rising versus Lizzo's Because I Love You. Fuck. <laughs> Wayest Blood is on Indie Pop Church Music Lady. And Lizzo is a now major pop flute music lady. <laughs> is there any way for a lesser known but dope ass pop lady to beat the 2019 owning juggernaut that is Lizzo? No. Uh, if they no. release no. the greatest album of the year by far, then yes, Titanic Rising should absolutely oh! be so fucking good. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Lizzo deserves to be on this bracket. Yes. But she is the Cardi B of this year. She released an album that is fine. It's fine. It's oh. definitely fine. Her personality. Oh. Lizzo, Lizzo the person. Lizzo the person owned 2019, and I love Lizzo the person. The album is fine. It is totally fine. I would even go so far as to say fine plus. It's fine plus. <laughs> How generous. Here's the thing. There, it has some very extremely good songs on here. Some of the best songs of the year. It's also got some filler stinkers. It's got a lot of filler. And this is an album bracket. Where is Titanic Rising? Where is Way is Blood? Came in oh, and said, like, what are you? A bunch of fucking ladies singing about bullshit? Here, I'm going to pick you up because you're very tiny compared to me. And I'm going to kick you so <laughs> fucking hard down the street. It's insane. What if, and we mentioned Joni Mitchell a lot. What if, this is what Way is Blood is to me. What if Joni Mitchell had... My Chemical Romance, producing the drama and the instrumentation behind them. Way is Blood is everything to me. Go ahead, are you? Ryan just loves Titanic Rising because there's a song called Movies all about how life yeah. should be more like the movies, and that's what he's screaming okay, about his yeah. whole life. That song is fucking perfect, though. It's, it's so good. It's, it's a, I love this album, really but like it shouldn't song. win. Let's go. It's a perfect song. <laughs> that, uh, it, it, it's it, what changed the... My favorite band from Alien Ant Farm to Way Is Blood. <laughs> they, they really did a lot with this cover. This is a song about movies and about the place of music in movies, and then it has the most movie music of all time, which will probably be used in movies yeah. for centuries to come. <laughs> this, yeah, is, this is movie music layers song. upon layers. But I just think if I can speak for Taylor, if you vote for Lizzo, you're an idiot. You're a stupid idiot. <laughs> well, Ryan, I am a card-carrying idiot, as you know. <laughs> I, like I do think, like I, my stance is that the the amount that a person owns a year should come into like account when a we a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Not when, a little. We we have this argument every movie of the year episode. How much it is? Why is Blood? I'm sorry, didn't own a fucking fraction an iota of 2019 she put out a great album didn't own the year didn't touch the year at all it, it was just better than a c c plus album yes. c c plus Here's are you kidding me such an angry man that's nuts I, I, I'm, I'm sorry that lizzo that. put out uh, uh uh an album all about uh like uh loving your body and women in yeah and that really drives you nuts sorry you're against ryan sorry you hate people of substance man okay. sizes much here's the thing I this is I'm I'm not a CC plus person like this is still a good album. You're a jolly you're, guy. You're but, an A plus person. But but I Mike? also you, you <laughs> son of a fucking Mike. That is an that is, a, that, is an, that is an incredible joke. Don't Mike. say that while we're not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, but I think I have the same issue with this somewhat as 
you mentioned with Vampire Weekend where several of these songs came out like not just like months, but like a couple of them came out like years before. Yeah. And just been floating around. And I heard them then. I was like, I like these. And now it's got to the point where I'm like, okay, like I liked those songs. And then the ones that I wasn't familiar with, the hit rate for those was much lower. Yeah, it's, it's not a high batting average. I fully disagree. I guess I just disagree with that. What songs... I don't want to like go through a list of what song... Because I feel like basically... Song by song. Every every song on this is a banger. My my metric for it is every time I went to listen to music in 2019, there was like an 80% chance I was just going to put on this this Lizzo album. I just kept going back and listening to it. And you just heard it all throughout the year, but not in a way that I... That made me sad. Like, but you only heard the good songs that were not on the album. No, what, what, what so Lizzo like made, made her reputation with like this big bombastic bangers. But what this song offered is songs like Lingerie and Jerome. She can get sultry and sexy and slow, and they're yes. fucking great. Yeah, like, and, did you like the song Jerome? Because I really like that song. But is that one, is that one of the filler ones in your mind? I mean, it's fine. Like, it, like it, it's less filler than I would think would come from most of this album. It's better than most of the How filler. about Better in Color, the the song that's going to be used in commercials like nonstop over the next few years, that Love Looks Better in Color? Love Looks Better in yeah, Color. it's a great song. How about Truth Hurts? Okay. I don't love that song. And all of it, it just pales in comparison to me to like what Titanic Rising did as an album. And I, I do think that my problem with this song is that it sounds like commercial music. This is an yeah. iP- this is iPod commercial. commercial. Yeah, every iPod shampoo and Gillette. But it's fun. I feel like this album is a constant competition of what is mainstream popular and like what is popular to I don't know not mainstream, and that's our constant competition. Like even with Billie Eilish versus the Kiwanawa, like Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka. <laughs> Moana. Uh, I don't know. I. I love Lizzo. I liked this other album as well, and I thought it was great. <laughs> I liked it better than Angel Olsen, but... I'm looking at this album at this track list, and I would say I love, like, 11 of 14 yes. songs. Yes. That I can, I, like, I look at their names, and I can actually remember what it sounds like, right. and I get excited about albums. them. Yeah, for sure. I remember last year, you brought up the Cardi B, like, this is yes. the Cardi B, and the argument that for Cardi B not being as great was it was doing a lot and only, like being an A plus at some of it and then being a B at the rest. But yeah. I still think that makes a great album. I think just because you don't think every single element of every single song hits doesn't mean it's a bad album. It does It does mean that it, like it's it's still great, but like when you put it up against Way Is Blood, then there's just no comparison. Like Way Is Blood, like it, the, the, the first two songs on that album are like, we think that we're going to get the average album that we got on this bracket. Like the first song is like, I'm a blonde girl in the 70s, like falling in love. You know, and it's just like simple, and then it just goes nuts from there. I like, it's the best album of the year. All I'm right, gonna get mad soon. <laughs> it is. It is no. now I'm time. Take off my shoe and Ryan, Ryan, it's time for you and I to to get upset. Uh, it's time to call for a vote, Mike. Which one is it? Way's blood is it's gorgeous and lush and mixes like giant bombastic what love feels like with like undercutting with everyday life. Right? It's amazing. It's Lizzo. All right, uh, McKenna. It's Lizzo. All right, Caitlin. I also really like Wise Blood, but I'm going with Lizzo. Greg. Yeah, Titanic Rising, first of all, is just a perfect name. Uh, it's it's not name. that I don't like this album. It's that this was, for me, Lizzo is the album of the year just because I literally, it's the one I listened to the most. It's the one I went to over and over again. But that's nothing bad about Wise Blood. I loved it. Uh, some of the songs sounded like they came 
right from Zelda 2, and I'm in favor of that. But uh, I will listen to that album, but I'm much more comfortable with Lizzo moving on. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So that means that it's, it's pretty much sensed up. Uh, Ryan and Cassie, what would you guys have voted for? I would have gone with Lizzo. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, right. Listen, I, I love this Lizzo album, and I'm very happy that it's moving on. Way As Blood is one of my favorite albums of this year. Yeah, All right. It's my number one, and I'm just, I'm not a stupid idiot, so. <laughs> hey, yep. I wasn't a prick when my number one didn't go on. Fuck you, Ryan. You've had four number one. And again, I am a card-carrying idiot. <laughs> I freely admit that I'm a dumb person. All so. right, we are now going to uh, take a little break, tabulate the next brackets, and start with round two of your bracket. Now we are here in round two. Our first matchup is going to be Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell versus Lizzo's Cause I Love You. Oh, now, now, now we have to like, now are you guys going to be able to cut some shit? Now, now this is, this is a punch out. I feel like these are arguably two of the heaviest hitters for this bracket. Yes. These two albums owned 2019. so this fight makes sense. Yeah, this is the one seed versus what was the Lizzo? Uh, Lizzo Lizzo's nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm surprised th- by that. I-, I will point out that that was actually an upset when Lizzo upset. Uh oh. Goodbye, chalk. <laughs> uh, but so uh, Lana Del Rey versus Lizzo, the the battle of the L's, but only one of them will keep the L. See, here's where we can marry up the musical understanding with the popularity understanding. When Norman Fucking Rockwell mm-hmm. came out, it owned as much in 2019 yes. as any other album did this is like i feel like i didn't think of lana del rey as quite as big a star as the reception of this album clearly indicated That's, she is i feel like this album did get a larger reception than usual but she is like an underground like huge personality for sure and that's that's every album like of hers Man. is always bigger than i expect what you're a bigger moment than i thought you would be <laughs> and then she always is a bigger moment and this time it, it's the moment's moment and that's lana del rey's norman fucking rockwell put that on her album do they do that with albums post facto put weird little snippets <laughs> yeah. that somebody said on a podcast yeah they yeah. do that cool oh i hate this song she made Sublime oh, relevant. Yes. Oh, it's, God, I can't stand it. Well, she made Sublime so relevant outside of Orange County. Yeah. We were keeping it tight for a long time. Oh, yeah. Listen, I moved here, and it's still on the radio all the time. See, I have to say, this is an example of how she clearly does have a persona. Yes. It is a trashy, weird thing to remake this song. One yes. of the worst Sublime songs, and Sublime is one of the worst bands of all time. <laughs> it... This is obviously a joke, but she can't. It doesn't count as being the persona if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a persona. Yes, yeah, the yeah. persona. I, I can't wait for her to cover April 26, 1992. Ah. Yes, yes. Garden Grove. About where like you have to stay and not be too silly. If she was too silly, she would have covered like uh, uh, Papa Roach. Uh-huh. She stayed on this side. Yeah, of the plausible <laughs> deniability. Okay, Lana, Del- Lana Del Rey's scars is beautiful. <laughs> I tear my heart open. Like and it, so on. like like this is just very specifically like an album where you you go to Venice Beach and you see just a gross ass dude who has not showered in like three days working out uh-huh. and he's like touching people in a weird yeah. way that you don't like and you're like California baby and that's this and that's this album this album is basically Camus the Stranger yes it's super bright Can't but that. you're yeah. full of existential dread. Right, you're so stoned that you basically don't want to move. Yeah, and you're just like everything's so beautiful, and I'm garbage. <laughs> and that's I, I do think both these albums are very important because if Norman fucking Rockwell is saying everything is beautiful and I'm garbage, 
more people should talk about that. And Lizzo has this like empowerment pop in a blender with every other genre. Both albums know a lot of musical history, which is a lot of the best albums do um, this year. Uh, and both have like Lizzo is just this freight train of personality and a voice put together. But I, there is more depth in Norman. If Lizzo Rock. had covered Pawn Shop. Would that put it more? Oh, <laughs> the definite, the Hell hands yeah. down That's worst of lives. Right right yeah, now. for sure. A flute, a full flute cover of. Bad That's fish. something we do have to talk about. Whoever plays flute on Lizzo's albums, very good. It's and I feel. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's li- <laughs> Man, when you can play flute, you fucking play flute. When you can play oh, flute. Absolutely. You do the shoot. Yeah, you play the. Guess fuck what? Out. Here comes flute, everybody. I do think this is end of the trail for Lizzo. I don't. I, yeah. But it was right to have her well, get this far. Kay- Caitlin, Caitlin, speak yes. more on that. You think Lizzo is better than Lionel's All right. Yes, I do. Oh my gosh. Do you this think do you think that that do you think that is because Lizzo is so good or Lana Del Rey is bad? Uh honestly, Lana Del Rey's album was like over an hour long and I was wanting to change to another album uh halfway through. Um, I understand it. it had like it was really cohesive. There was a lot of themes throughout it. And <laughs> Every part was, of it was boring to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she tied a lot of like the Norman fucking Rockwell. She tied it all together, so like all of the songs flew flowed together really well. But Lizzo, I feel like had a lot of ups and downs, and it's like you didn't know what was good, what to expect next. There were Whereas, definitely some downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Is that an oral sex no, joke? There were a lot of there was no. A- <laughs> No, he was saying there's yeah. bad songs, uh, which I disagree. There's a lot of moods on Lizzo's yes. album yeah. while still being cohesive. Yes. This is still like a week in the life of one yes, person, I think- where Lana Del Rey had a lot of the same yes. moods. One yes. thing I like about Lizzo is half her songs are like, I'm super tough and I don't need anybody. And the other half are like, but also... It reminds me of Good. it reminds me of Little Women. Yes. Like, I am when strong, like, I don't lonely, need anybody. I'm so lonely. But fuck, I don't oh, need anybody, man. so I don't have anybody. Yeah. So I feel super lonely. I do feel like there are those two spaces on that album, and that is yes. complex. And like the whole point of me is to like uh, just disregard what females are supposed to do, but also, man, I do want that Saoirse Ronan, guys. Saoirse Ronan. God damn it. So good. Uh, Saoirse, Ronan, the Lizzo song? Saoirse, Ronan, Saoirse Ronan is my favorite album of 2019. It is perhaps the whitest thing to do to pivot from talking about Lizzo to go instantly into Little Women yeah. and then just be like, Greta Gerwig, everybody. Wow. That's she just gets white. it. That's a very white thing to do. All right. It's time to call for a vote. Cassie, uh, starting I'm, with you. I'm actually, I'm going to go with Lizzo because I feel like it was more of like a movement. Essentially, the Lana was a beautiful album. There's no denying that. It was a very good album, but I'm going to go with Lizzo. Ryan? Lana Del Rey. One to one. Greg? I was 100% sure I was going to say Lana Del Rey, but honestly, truthfully for me, just being just Greg to Greg talk, it really is Lizzo for me, so I'm going to go with Lizzo. Okay. Yeah! Caitlin? It's Lizzo! McKenna? (laughs) You're being like 10,000 gex right now. (laughs) for me, but I think it's a discredit to say Lizzo doesn't have depth in her album, Mm -hmm. and I think the fact that she has depth but also joy and makes me want to just continuously listen oh that's God. why it gets my vote oh lana my del rey God. is an amazing album but well <laughs> mike it is now irrelevant what your vote is but <laughs> what would it have been it would have been even as much as i talked up Lizzo. i think it's one of the best albums and she's the best person of the year uh lana del rey is the only person who gave us like a novel as an yep. album it is You'll get new things fucking every time you listen to Norman fucking R- R.I.P. Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Our number Rockwell. one seed. Our number one seed. I should have argued. I now feel like I should have argued a little more later. Earlier. Yeah, so uh, that has now been knocked out. 
by Lizzo's Cause I Love it's the You. Be- the best album opener of the year is Lana Del Rey's Goddamn You Yes. Child. No way, dude. The opening there. to Lizzo's album is way better. That, <laughs> that is the most like lit beginning to an album. <laughs> of a, Like a lot of albums had. It's okay. Oh. I like it's, it. It's fine plus. It's, yeah, it's I, I like it. It's very good. But I guess no other album has talked to me when she said, your poetry's bad and you blame the news. That's all I've done all goddamn year. <laughs> that was just your wife. <laughs> that's, that's very good. All right, well, that is Lizzo moving on. Your next matchup is Tyler Creator's Igor versus FKA Twigs' Magdalene. Ooh, no. Very di- very <laughs> difficult, guys. This one's tough. I don't know. Ooh. Here's, here's, the ghost of Greg ran This in. is hot. Ah, boo. Here's, here's the... Cr- but Greg Ghost is sarcastic, right? It seems like Greg Ghost knows exactly who should win. No, I that I find here's, this very surprising. Here's the question that I will pose to the table in order to help foster maybe some decisions. As a host, good job. Which <laughs> which, which <laughs> album has the song Cellophane on it? Okay, okay. Oh, wait, that is that, that's uh, FKA. It's a little leading. <laughs> and then take that into consideration when you decide. Um, I, I love this Tyler, the Creator album a lot. Like, I listen to it over and over. As I said before... I could not. I I physically was restrained and could not stop listening to this FKA Twigs album. Yeah. And I enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, Wait, somebody tied you down because yeah. Sex thing? A, a, an FKA Twigs came to my house. I do want to hear more about that off air, Taylor. But I'm gonna say the way I've decided I'm gonna decide on these albums is if you put me like a baby down on okay. a blanket and then p- surrounded me with the things and saw what I was gonna grab, like, like doing like doing a bad custody hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's like Chinese babies their first year they put them on a blanket and they're surrounded by things and whatever they reach for is supposed to determine Korean babies, Korean babies. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to determine Korean baby. how the rest of their life is going to go I think definitely if you put both of these albums down and put me Big Baby Greg in front of them I would certainly reach for Cellophane by FKA Twigs like that's what I would go to listen to yeah it's a lot so, more it's so good I for a month so- because you can see right through like, me, look right past me, and never know I'm there. Uh, Robert. Uh, yeah, Robert. Uh, I, for a month solid, would get into the shower and play cellophane and listen to it in the shower and cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> is she oh, also buddy. like an incredible dancer? Yes, she is. She is. Does that uh, seem yeah. unfair? She she is just absolutely. a multi-talented, yes. absolutely like gorgeous, she was like incredibly beautiful model. She was like, in an Apple Music commercial where she yes. did like a really long dance, and if you watch it, she dances like with herself. She like pulls herself out of a mirror, oh. and then uh, she you got to be next. She dances with herself, that. and then one of herself runs off, and it's the one. It was not the one from the real world. It was the one from the mirror. So we have mirror FKA Twigs. Oh, that, see, oh, FKA man. Twigs is one of those people who, like, every single thing that she does in her life, like, every activity is a work of art, and it's so fucking good, and I love her. And I Do you know who she reminds me of? Uh, Tahani's sister. Yes. That's, that, that's yes. her life. Yes. <laughs> For sure. All right, let's talk. Uh, Tyler the Creator. Igor is an impeccably put together yes. album, and for how young he is, it's crazy that he made a fully forward album. I didn't know kids these days could still do like a front to back album. Yeah, like album. this dude is like what twenty five, twenty six now, and Can this is his talk? fourth album. Yeah, let's do Peak Talk. Is this it? Is this Tyler the Creator's peak? I I don't know. Like I thought that it was. He had a bet in Vegas right now. I would say definitely not. I I, I thought that he had peaked already like a couple albums ago. This and is he just keeps getting better. John the Baptist. Saying, 
check out this dude Jesus and Jesus is what comes next this feels yeah. like the first album of reinvention for Tyler the Creator so I don't yes. think it's anywhere mm-hmm. close to his peak because he's now found new sound that he's just going to continue to perfect yeah. so he could crush a bracket very soon yeah. yes I yeah. think so and, and I think potentially against other if he was seated in another place in this bracket he might make it even yeah. like much further he could keep yeah. for sure. I think it's just up against FK Twitter. He used to be the guy that would find the most clever way to say the most rancid things. Yes. And now he's like, can I be that clever and say beautiful things? Yeah. And he's like, I don't think he's that clever yet, but he's getting there. So he was like Mike at a Cody. Yes, very <laughs> much. Very much. Uh, all right. It's, it's time to call for a vote. Greg. Oh, for me, it's definitely FKA Twigs. Mary Magdalene. Caitlin. Oh, gosh. This is hard. Uh, FKA Twigs. McKenna. This actually is easier for me. It's FKA Twigs. Yep. Mike. FKA All right. Twigs. So, Cassie and Ryan, your uh, your votes don't matter. Uh, I'm going to say clean sweep it. Yeah, for sure. FKA. Yeah. Congratulations, FKA tw- Twigs. Moving on. Tyler Creator, you had a very good album that isn't moving on because you're up against FKA Twigs. Your next. What happens when she changes her name? Uh, she, to uh, AFK Twigs? Yeah. Well, she, yeah, she'll be FKA FKA Twigs. Uh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> your next matchup is going to be Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka versus Purple Mountains. Purple Mountains. Two oh, self-titled albums, basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy breezy for me. I was the only one not obviously blown away by Purple Mountains. Oh, I was not either. I didn't see the majesty. Pur- Purple Mountains was very split, and it felt like Kiwanuka yeah. moved on a little bit uh, easier. Do, do we think that that's going to happen again? I think it, it what what do you guys want to talk about cuz I think that this is a clean one. And I have nothing to say about Purple Mountains. I've, it's it's sad. I wish the guy were still alive and that the I, album were better. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> they, I they, oh, this I think I said this before but it's just too up my butt. It it's is, it's yeah. fun twang sadness. It's fucking perfect. I it's I got more every time I listen to it. Yeah, I uh I love Kuanuka. It's great. It just didn't I've heard great funk albums before, and this was one of those. Where Purple Mountains, I don't know if I've heard this kind of album. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Mike. Like I am going to continue to listen to this Purple Purple Mountains album. We, it, the future albums? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got bad news for oh, you, bad. Cool. Right? But, because this guy has passed from this world. Uh, this album did. This <laughs> this album did make me want to go back and listen to the music he made before. Like, like yeah. it, it it really. Well, too bad, dude, because he's died. <laughs> It's all off the internet. You, wait, and they deleted all of his past. God did, yeah. <laughs> oh, God is so. Yeah, cool. All right, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and call for a vote because it sounds like we're at that point. Mike, what's your vote for? P Mountains, Cassie, Kiwanuka, 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 Purple Mountains. All right, well, it is Kiwanuka moving on. But what would you have said, Taylor? I, I you know what? I don't have to. Oh, I, I respect that. You are a coy boy. I'm a coy boy. I'm a coy boy. I'm a coy boy and a soy boy. Oh, there's coy boy and squirrel girl comics. <laughs> All right. Uh, your next and final matchup for round two is Angel Olsen's All Mirrors versus Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Ghostine. All right. So this is where we get to it. Which so, uh, album bored Caitlin? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that is because you did not like either of these I didn't albums. Like either of these. This Wait, is really hard for me. This is hard in a way that is not hard for the rest of us. The whole time she listened to both of these, she was like, "What am I, an old parent?" 
Uh, yes, that's what I felt like. Honestly, though, Gostine made me feel like I was listening to music with my grandma, but like my grandma doesn't have good music taste. On like so one like, of those, uh, what do you call it, with the big horn thing, the record player with like a gramophone. A gramophone. A Got it. Gramophone. It's all grandmas listen to. It. That's why they named it that. Uh, so here's the Nick, Nick Cave. Is, I, I was pretty quiet the last time we talked about him. It, it's it's just Tom Waits, Leonard Cohen, light. It's bad poetry over spa music. Oh, it's and that first song that's a little different. It's it's it sounds like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but a B side. Oh. Like wasn't good enough to be in the musical. It's it's all bad takes on other things that are done better. I fucking hate watch out for but hey, watch okay, out yeah, for the yeah, takes, yeah. everybody. Hey, They're hot. Also. Hey, Mike, why didn't you bring that up? Yeah, in the yeah. Segment, join me. Every. <laughs> Everybody had a lot of stuff to say, and I didn't want to talk up Dave. That album wasn't good either. So, so you didn't feel like it would be good for you to be like, "Hey, this dude whose kid died sucks," but also, I guess I'm voting for him because this other thing sucks more. Also, I think I did vote oh, for yeah. Dave. Jesus Christ! He voted for the Kevin Klein president movie, Dave. <laughs> I just—it's the best. It speaks to me when we everywhere. do the podcast of the year of our podcasts of the year. Then we'll definitely talk about that moment. Oh, that was a good moment. Yeah, that yeah. was a great moment <laughs> when he did vote for Dave, after Dream. all. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm. This is hard for me the, <laughs> in a way that I didn't think it would be. With Ghostine, I'm like, everything that I say about it, I do feel like a fraud that is trying to sound smart about music. Okay. And at yes. a certain point, um, I mean, I did like it. I did. I'm glad that I listened to it. But at some point, I just have to give up on that. It's tiring so, to act like I, that. Yeah. Oh wait, is it Ghost <laughs> Teen? Is that what it yeah, is? Like, yeah. It's because he his boy died. Is he, he lost his boy? As a teen. Uh, I I will say. <laughs> oh I will say. I I loved this Nick Cave album. It made me feel very deeply. I cried several times listening to it. Come on, shut I up. truly shut did. The fuck up. I like it, it. Felt like he was reading long run on sentences out of his diary. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> it was that's painful. I love that. Listen, tear tear your heart. No, go to Mount Erie. If you want that, go to Mount Erie. The album about his wife dying is way better Holy than this album. Holy shit, what's this guy? What yeah. are you doing, Nick Cave? Good Lord, people buckle up. He's got some bad seeds. Gosh. He's clearly murdering oh. all of them, right? Oh. Yeah, this is very upsetting. <laughs> Hold on. There's other ways Caitlin, to get albums. His son died because it was a bad seed, and that's what he named his band uh. after. <laughs> that was a good Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing us back there. All right, well... Um, I, I, I really love this album. Let's go to a vote. Do we want to hear a little Nick Cave before we go? Oh, God, never again. I, I swear to God, Ryan, yeah, pick, if it's pick. the thing that I think it's going to be. I would, no, I'm done with that. <laughs> That's the old Ryan. I don't do that. This is new Ryan. I just, it was a very important... God damn it. Yeah. Wait, this is Nick Cave. Nick Cave's cover of Power I, of Love. Because <laughs> oh. you know what? Power of His Love couldn't save us <laughs> Oh, guys, I don't feel good about this. I it's feel like bad. We're all happy the sun died. Hey, hey. Oh, God. All right, Ryan. Yeah. What, what, what's your vote? Okay, Um. I loved Ghostine, okay? Yeah. I have less ADD than Caitlin does, so I was able to get through it. But Angel Olsen, come on. It's all mirrors. All right. Yeah, definitely Angel Olsen. Caitlin? Show me all the mirrors. McKenna? Well, I don't think, like, his son dying, like, his son dying is no re- related to why I don't like this album. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I, I think she doth protest too much. Cool that's, that's a weird uh, way to lead into this. Uh, I like mirrors. albums from people who didn't have a <laughs> yes. dead son. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all mirrors is moving on. Mike and Kathy, what would what, what, you have voted for? I would have got it. Nick Cave. What are you guys 
I kind of tuned out, guys. Hey, what's going on? Uh, all right, so uh, Angel Olsen, you move on. I'm I'm happy with this result. I like both of these albums, but R.I.P. Uh, Nick Cape's son, and also R.I.P. Way has blood, who should be in the bracket still and is not. <laughs> Boo, fucking who? Go away. This is all under protest. All right, now we are going to close this chapter and move on, and we're going to close this bad boy out with our final rounds. After Do an this. easy one. Okay, uh, how, what did you think about uh, Jonas Brothers versus High School Musical, Musical the series, <laughs> the soundtrack? What did you guys think of Injury Reserve? I liked them. I liked Jailbreak the Tesla? Jailbreak very cool. the Tesla? Very good. Uh, Corona and Lime? Yeah. Very good. Good one. What the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, you guys are just free <laughs> Are you naming shit. things from Fast and Furious three, movies? Three Man Weave. Great song. <laughs> Great. Very All good. All right. After this, we'll do the rest of the bracket. Now we are doing the semifinal matchups. Your first matchup is Lizzo's Cause I Love You versus FKA Twigs, Magdalene. FKA Twigs, next. <laughs> yeah, it's she made an indie pop opera. It's fucking, yeah. it's gorgeous. A pop opera. Is, is, is this finally the moment where... This is part, where it ends. This is where it all ends. We, the, the, the year of Lizzo can't propel her past FKA Twigs. Which is crazy, but that means that like the FKA Twigs album is then better than Way is Blood, which is just not true. It's just not I, true. I, I actually think that is true, right? Oh, yeah, Sorry. for sure. Listen, I, I, I think nothing is true. Whoa. Oh. Everything is permitted. Everything is permitted. I'm an existentialist in the old school style. Hey, I'm an existentialist in the old school style, and I'm here to... <laughs> Everybody loves the Sugar Hill Gang's song about their friend going to their friend Hank's... Sa- house for chicken but not the existential song <laughs> we should go to that more often imagine if i said that more clearly perfect you yeah dude that would be the ideal it, joke hey guys Absolutely when mike pauses it. in his sentences somebody else talk yeah that's the rule that's the somebody tree hole yeah. something else uh d- does anyone have anything else they want to say about lizzo's album it was so good it's and so i so good it's, great. I it's good it. if i if i want to just get like fired up when i'm driving somewhere i'll yeah. pop it in if i want like it's good for cleaning mm-hmm. you know you get really into it while you're oh, while clean you're cleaning all day yeah it's it, it's a good fun but album fk twigs is where it starts first of all it did have a big presence in 2019 yes. uh and she's she just, has a special thanks on uncut gems there oh, you go shit. there you go and but just the musicality artistry of it it's just mm. Do you know what's a bummer Summer. She's gonna, she's gonna be. She's gonna go out with Pete Davidson soon, and that no. sucks. Like that, that no, sucks no. to me. Listen, Pete Davidson goes out with a lot of like famous people. FK Twigs is not the type of person. Pete I don't know. Davidson I, don't know. I don't know. It. I just. You know what? I just want them to be happy. Be safe, kids. It's cool. Yeah. You know. Listen, Pete Davidson's not gonna jerk off in his shed. I, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Michael. I, you say say your. Are vote. you gonna jerk off I in a shed, for Pete bud? Davidson jerking off in a shed. <laughs> All right, I don't know which option it's that FKA is. It's FKA Twigs. Of course. Cassie. FKA. Ryan. FKA Twigs. Greg. Yes, yeah, Twigs. I'm Lizzo. All right. <laughs> McKenna. FKA Twigs. All right. Caitlin has bad opinions. Yeah! FKA Twigs is moving on. Your next matchup in the semifinals is Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka and All Mirrors by Angel Olsen. I will point out, Michael Kiwanuka, 14th seed in this 14th. bracket. Dude. It's because it's a now, fucking phenomenal powerhouse of a record. It is. A, it, I think it should have been seated higher. I, I think people just kind of slept on it. It's it my out, choice in this matchup. It came out a little late in the year, and that's why I think that's why. Who, somebody earlier was talking about how it's uh, the album unbuilds instead of growing and climaxing. It gets like it's Ryan like, said that. It's, it's and I think that again, like, again, a lot of these albums mirrors like the politics of the time. It's it's an end of the world album. 
uh, in the perfect yeah. <laughs> way. Like, I want to be hopeful, but it's so fucking dark. I want to be hopeful, but it's so fucking dark. I want to be hopeful. But I mean, so Kiwanuka has those mirrors, but Angel Olsen has all mirrors. Yes, so I just mic'd it up. That's great, dude. You just mic'd it up in the store. All mirrors, all the time. This I, this is a hard matchup for me. I actually don't know which way I would go. You have to you have to figure that out soon. <laughs> well, I don't if you, I don't I don't if you guys figure it out for me. Oh, that's true. I I, I am the I am the tiebreaker uh, vote. Hosts are cowards. I, so for this, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with who brought like we've been talking about like uh, classicness and timelessness and like who is doing the old and the new better. And I do think that Kimanuka, if I have to pick, is doing old too hard. Mm-hmm. I think Angel Olsen is doing new better. This sounds like it was like re- like purposely recorded on old equipment. Right. Using like old Which amps and old instruments, crackle. stuff that it, yeah, that stuff that is absolutely up my butt. Yeah. I love. Oh, and I loved it too. I love old equipment. Um, <laughs> I, I that you, you should guys, see my balls. You, you got you, you guys laugh like that was a joke. That's not a bit. I really do love old equipment. That's why I collect laughed. old sound I, equipment. Yeah, we laughed because you actually do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you're a hoarder, bro. Like on a couple of songs, he added a couple of subtle bleep lorps to be like, "See, it's not just that I love the '70s, but bro, it's okay. You just love the '70s." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, I both of these albums are very good. Angel Olsen, what a what a what a powerhouse of a lady. <laughs> very good album. Very she emotional. Will jump kick you no matter what. Absolutely, like I just she's what's new and good and fun, and every album surprises me in a way that I. I, I think I know what this album's going to sound like, and then I don't. It's very good. All right, I'm going to stop talking and <laughs> call for a vote. Mike, what are you picking? Angel Olsen. Cassie? Kiwanuka. Angel Olsen. Kiwanuka. 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 Oh, All right, shit. and there we are. Michael Kiwanuka, 14th seed. Wow. It's moving into the finals. This is this is huge, you guys. This is so big. This is going to be all over the internet tomorrow. Gonna People are going to be freaking it. out. But what is FKA Twig seed? FKA Twigs is like fourth. Four. Okay. So it is now, that is the finals, is the fourth seed, Mary Magdalene by FKA Twigs, against the 14th seed, Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka. Oh, both one word. <laughs> and is it too late to bring up Wayas Blood at this point? I believe it, yes. That ship has sailed. Oh, but wait, like who's, whose music is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Descending from that, the rafters is Wayas Blood. It is Fuck off. Oh. From the depths, Titanic. <laughs> Her tag team partner. <laughs> For me, this is FKA Twigs. It was the year of FKA Twigs. Yes. This is very much a Greg final. Like, these were two yeah, of this my. This is a very Greg final. Oh, I think that's how you're editing. I'm done talking after I say this. This is Greg <laughs> this, final. A very Greg final. <laughs> Full stop. This is, this is a wrap on Greg. But it, I just think the all the levels to FKA Twigs, you know, all the artistry, and maybe touching dimensions that a, a funk revival doesn't quite have, you know, have the same depth of feeling for. Yeah. Kiwanuka is a great album, but I don't think it does as much as FKA Twigs does. Yeah. And I think that's the final, like, that's why my vote has swayed it ha- the way it has, just because you can accomplish so much in an album, and FKA Twi- Twigs proves that. Kiwanuka made a great album, but yeah. it's not stellar. That's, I, I think it comes down to, for me, Michael Kiwanuka made art, and FKA Twigs is art. Yeah. Like, like, she herself just is art, and the thing that she does happens to also be art. But you can see, like, the way that she eats dinner is yes. probably very artistic mm-hmm. and impressive. <laughs> Film like, it, it, put that in a museum. It feels like the way that she moves her body is over my head. The way she puts yeah. doo-doo in the 
trash. What is your song? Doo doo in the toilet. Doo doo does not go in the trash can, Ryan. Fuck you, bro. I'll do what I want. All right. Does anyone else have any last words that they want to they want to shout out before we go to votes? Uh, there's I, no wrong answer. That's what I want to say. Yes. Like, there's no way this shakes out where we come up with a wrong answer. Yeah. And I'm glad that FKA Twigs sang about sex but didn't, like, make Caitlyn mad. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> did it, she did it in a subtler way. I think that we listened to 14 amazing albums for this. Uh, fuck two of them. And we're all winners no matter who wins this. Yeah, this Fucking this is the best. This is dad my soccer coach. Thank you. Th- this is my I favorite dad soccer. Yes, <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite final in a long time. All right, let's go around the horn. McKenna, starting with you. FKA Twigs. My Twigs. Cassie. Yeah, it's the only album that could take down Kiwanuka for me. Twigs. Ryan. FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs. And that is a clean slate for FKA Twigs. Congratulations. Guys, our number one, the best album of the year is FKA Twigs, Magdalene. Who were the three seeds above her? Uh, The the three seeds above her were Norman fucking Rockwell, uh, Billie Eilish's When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, and Ghostine by Nick Cave and Betsy. We did good, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I we think, knocked yeah. him down. Yeah, we, we knocked him down. I think the only one that even would have been like partially uh, a hit for hit for that one would have been Lana Del Rey, and I think FK Twigs still would have come out for me ab- above that one. But congratulations, FK Twigs. You made a good album. You're going to get your award. You can come down to the studio and pick up your award. Yeah, the invitation for you to come on down, it stands. Yeah. Yeah, Just you can still anytime. head on over. It's anytime. sitting here with like 13 Rose McIver Best Actress Awards uh-huh. for Superhero. I feel like the celebs think that it's going to be like a big imposition and that we say, come on down to get it, uh-huh. but we don't really mean it. No, but we like, mean it. We mean it. Yeah, come it on down. Us. And you know yeah. what? Twigs, uh, Twigs Award from 2014 is still sitting here getting dusty, so please. Come exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we, we got Twigs around the studio, so you'll be right at home. Well, she's formerly known as Twig. She doesn't, she doesn't like him anymore. Can I play one Twig song? Yes, you can. Out? Yeah, twig it up. I Thank swear you. to God, Ryan. No, it's going to be so good. No, it's going to be from Sh- Twigs. No, it's, it's fr- he's serious now. It's the one about clocks. Yeah. It's going to be good. Just listen. Is it? This is great. Great comedic timing there. Yeah, it's going to be so good. He's going to deliver. It's just, it's just clocks. Remember her song about clocks? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Taylor left. That Taylor. Caitlin, do you want to do the uh, announcements to the end? Uh, you should go over to yourpopfilter.com and look at all the cool stuff that's <laughs> over there. And then you can go on patreon.com slash yourpopfilter and donate a little portion of money so this place can stay afloat. Thank you. <laughs> so you think people should take their money and donate it to our <laughs> Patreon is what you're saying. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon is the other place that can give us money. Make that your new Amazon bookmark, and we would really appreciate it. Mike, at, tell us about other shows. At Your Pop Filter. I, I misread where you're going. <laughs> 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 On Twitter and Instagram, you should listen to the Superhero Hour Hour uh, and the OCD and the Unnatural 20s. If you like anything that's good, you'll like two of those shows. <laughs> the OCD is mostly for me and Ryan. <laughs> But you guys can listen to it if you'd like. <laughs> we do make it available publicly. Greg, social media. Yes. Social media, at your pop filter. That's going to work on Twitter. Boom. Instagram. Bam. Go on either one of those things. Hit us up. Dude, interact. If there's one thing we do is we transact all day. So come on in. Do a vote. Have a good day. Do a vote. Just do, do a, a vote, vote, man. Just Rock do a do vote. A vote.
Uh, McKenna. What do we have? Anything else left to cover? Which one of you is McKenna? McKenna, favorite <laughs> coffee. Uh, shit, blonde rush from Starbucks. Yes, very good. <laughs> shit, good. wow, that's awesome. Let's that was easy. Taylor, you're back. Is there anything else we have to do? Yeah, I forgot my phone. Um, I th- I think you guys covered it. Uh, you do all the podcasts. Contact at yourpuffilter.com uh, if you think that's other coffee is better. Yeah, if you want us to like. Uh, Find out your opinions in like a more long form format. If you hit 280 characters on the other formats, and you're like, "This isn't enough. I need more." Go to the email. That's what it's for. What's movie of the year next week? I don't know comedy, right? It's TV comedy. It's TV comedy. TV comedy. Shit gets real. I-, I will be hosting, and listen, it's going to be good, you guys. We're we had some great comedies. Comedy's yeah, in a delicious, wonderful place, and I've. We've all been fans of comedy since we were just stupid little kids, but comedy has really evolved into something so exciting. Just getting 16 shows was nearly freaking impossible. But we're going to narrow it down, Ryan, to just one, and that will be I Think You Should Leave. But we'll do the whole show. No. We'll do the whole show. It can't be. We'll do the whole show. The water stinks too much. We'll do the whole... No, that's water. No, what the hell is going on? The show will basically be us sitting around, and I will say, do you remember that one part from I Think You Should Leave? And you'll say, yes, do you remember this other part from I Think You Should Leave? As we did in our intro show. All right, Cassie, send us home with our new catchphrase for 2020 of how we leave the podcast. Keep it sleazy. Horse candidate. I hate that nobody said my name ever. <laughs> what? Not even best big eyes. <laughs> nice clutch. That's on them. You chose good movies, Greg. Oh, this hit. Okay, but uh- oh shit, that hurts more than it should. Yep, you've studied them. Oh, do I stop? I stop.